It's understanding when you hit a roadblock or hurdle, are you hitting a brick wall? Are you hitting a fork in the road? Is it a door that just needs the the knob turned? Or is it really there's no way out and you have to turn around and kind of go back and start over? And I think we take that for granted sometimes. What's up, everybody? Welcome to The Start Down. I'm your host, Mike Ficarra. And you're probably asking yourself, what is the start down? Well, we all know the startup is a great idea or a business that maybe you're just getting going. But I want to talk about what happens when you get to work. And that's what the start down is all about. We're going to bring great guests here for you on the show, people who have had massive success, people who are trying to build businesses, and I'm even going to share with you some of my own experiences. And I always say, this is a little bit like a buffet. Take what you need and leave the rest. So without further ado, let's head to the show. What's going on? Welcome to another episode of The Start Down. I appreciate you tuning in today and hope you are having a great day. If you're new, please make sure that you subscribe. If you've been listening for a while, I really appreciate if you guys left some feedback, comments, ratings on the podcast. Let me know what you think and let me know how you think it's going. And more importantly, if you'd like to learn more about me, visit MikeFakara.com and follow me on all my social media. With that being said, you know, I want to talk about something I talked about yesterday on my social media, a little bit about hard work. I really kind of want to expand that topic a little bit. If you saw my Facebook Live, I did one on that, you know, people who work hard or people who, you know, work hard don't always succeed. And working hard doesn't always mean success. And, and it, you know, I've seen people succeed that work really hard. I've seen people succeed that don't work really hard. And I've seen people fail that work really hard. And I've seen people not fail that didn't work really hard. So it's just really a back and forth and sort of a conundrum of, you know, and what I said on sort of my live the other day and what I said really the big difference in that was, was that the product, right? It depends on the product or service you're offering. And, you know, the people that I've seen succeed are the clients that never gave up. They just keep persisting. And they knew when they were hitting a roadblock versus a fork in the road. And I think that's a big thing, right? A lot of people don't know. A lot of people think, well, I'm supposed to fail. I'm supposed to hit hard times and just keep persisting. Yes, but but if you trip or you fall, you're supposed to make yourself aware of what happened and, and be able to redirect. The clients that I've seen succeed have been able to do that. And more importantly, the clients I've seen succeed had a great product that sold more than it did not sell, right? What makes you successful? What's the difference between hitting a roadblock and not being successful is that you have a product or service that's selling more than it does not sell, right? And that's really what's made the difference. It's not hard work. It's not, you know, the the brightest team or the best people or the, you know, uh, finding the greatest logo or anything like that. It's really been that they never gave up but they knew whether they were hitting a roadblock or a fork in the road and knew how to redirect. And then secondly, they had a product or service that was selling more than it didn't. So more than it didn't. Right. So I'm really uh, excited to talk on this week's episode though, about something. And, you know, I've been kidding around. I've really been wanting to title an episode or a live and I probably will. You'll see it soon is I'm running out of cliche things to say. I'm running out of cliches to put on social media. I'm running out of cliches to put on my podcast. I'm really running out of cliche statements or cliche ideas. And, you know, motivation and coaching and a lot of what I'm involved in in business development consulting could could be seen around that, right? But there's something my father said to me, 
ever since I was a little kid. And, and you know, it's not, uh, you know, I kid around. For me, this is all stuff my dad said, but I'm sure you guys have heard a lot of other places. But if my dad said it to me as a kid, it's his. He owns it and it's gospel, and that's the source for me. But one of the things my dad always said to me when I was younger is if it were easy, everyone would be doing it. And, you know, I've heard that repeated many times from other mentors. I've heard it repeated many times from teachers and friends and family. But it really is one of those true statements, you know. My dad said it a lot to me in school. You know, you've heard me talk about this before, about failing first grade. I've always struggled in school. Academics was something that was always hard for me. You know, I I think I didn't really find my rhythm or my groove until I started actually working in my teenage years. When I started doing things that I liked or I could take more ownership, school just wasn't for me. But my dad always said, if it was easy, anyone would be doing it. Even in work, you know, I've I've been involved in entrepreneurship now for even a decade, even though it's hard to say and spell. I've been involved in entrepreneurship for over a decade, and that statement and companies I've partnered with, businesses I've worked with, mentors I've had throughout my entrepreneurship career uh, have made that statement to me, more importantly in life, right? You know, different things I've dealt with personally and professionally and financially, that statement has rung true to me. But one of the things that I think and one of the things that kind of strikes me lately is and that I'm seeing... I don't want to call it a trend, right? Because I don't think I see it in everybody, but we see it in some people. And it's complacency that I think is easy for us to fall into in today's societies. Do we really get that, though? You know, like I said, I'm running out of cliche things, cliche things to say because we see them everywhere. But do we really understand what they mean? And that phrase, if it were easy, everyone would be doing it. I think we take that for granted a lot. I think the the idea of entrepreneurship or the idea of starting your own business or the idea You know, it's so easy. And I was at a networking event the other day, and, you know, it it amazes me how people just give themselves a title. Oh, I'm CEO, or oh, I'm a business consultant, or oh, I'm this, or oh, I'm that. And my question is always, you know, okay, well, tell me about some of your past experiences and that, that that led you into this and led you to do this. And it's like, well, I just always saw a need and there's no real tangible thing that they've done to be able to be an expert in the areas they've been in. While other people that I've seen that are, you know, really have been through the trenches, whether it's in business or in life uh, that are actually involved in consulting are very humble about it, which is ironic to me. But I think in today's, you know, entrepreneurial environment of automation and outsourcing and the ability to, you know, get some of these answers. And like I said, find these cliche mantras and statements and ideas. And not that they're bad. I think they're like anything else, right? If applied properly, they're good. If applied poorly, they're bad. But the idea that people have really forgot that, yes, it's supposed to be a struggle, right? It's not a struggle that you can't find the right person to outsource or to automate things, but to forget that this isn't supposed to be an easy process, that there's supposed to be challenges and roadblocks and hurdles. Uh, But like I said in the beginning of the podcast, and like I said on my Facebook Live the other day, it's understanding when you hit a roadblock or hurdle, are you hitting a brick wall? Are you hitting a fork in the road? Is it a door that just needs the, the knob turned? Or is it really there's no way out and you have to turn around and kind of go back and start over? And I think we take that for granted sometimes because it seems like based on a lot of the motivation we can get online, based on a lot of the different things, we think, hey, I saw someone do this. You know, I was part of an event. I had a team that ran it. I saw them. I think I can run it on my own. I attended an event or, or, you know, I saw someone, you know, I listened to a podcast or I have a social media account. Therefore, I could be a social media manager. Very often, I think people take the team around them for granted. I think people take the systems and and things that are put in place that allow things to run. And then when those systems or people or things are removed, 
it becomes a question of like, well, why didn't it work? Why isn't it as easy as I thought it was? Or why isn't it easy as it looked as when I had my hand, you know, in the trenches? You know, if you've ever worked at a restaurant and, you know, I remember I had a mentor that told me this a while back. He he started his career in a restaurant. And it's so true. You know, the front of the house, as they call it. Um, and I think it's funny. A lot of restaurants now you can see the kitchens. But really, in, in the good old days when I grew up, uh, you know, you never saw the kitchen, right? The kitchen was always behind this, you know, door that sort of opened and closed randomly. But in the dining room, and especially in a nicer restaurant, you know, the dining room or the area where everyone sits is usually, for the most part, calm and relaxed and quiet. People are eating and laughing and enjoying themselves. It, it tends to be a more relaxed environment. And then if you go to the kitchen or what we used to call the back of the house in the restaurant business, it's just total chaos, right? Um, you know, there's people yelling and screaming, is my order up? You know, I'm in the weeds. You know, what You know what order number's up? 20 minutes on a ticket. You know, whatever it may be, side of mash, side of, you know, ketchup, whatever it may be, that back of the house tended to be much more chaotic. Uh, but that's where all the hard work was happening, right? That's where the cooking was happening. That was the thing. And a lot of people may go to a nice restaurant. Why do you pay for a steak at a nice steak restaurant, not because it's easy to cook steak, right? I could go to the store, buy a steak for $20, throw it on my grill, and it's cooked, but it's the way it's cooked. It's the way it's prepared. It's the ambiance. It's the environment. It's the hot plate that they heat up. It's the person bringing it to you. It's the fact that you don't have to do dishes. It's the fact that you're not standing outside by your heart barbecue sweating, and you and your wife can you know look nice and enjoy eating together, and there's no dishes to be done afterwards, and you can focus on things. You're paying for all the things you don't see. And, you know, that's the part that's hard, right? The part you don't see, but not the part that you get to enjoy. Um, and, and listen, in full transparency, in consulting, I run into this a lot, right? We work with clients. Uh, we put systems and, and things in place for them. We, we arrange them for them. And they're like, well, I've got the system. I see it. It seems to be running smoothly. It seems effortless. I could, I could go ahead and take that over. I don't need Mike and his team anymore. I don't need this. And then it's like, and listen, like if, if a business feels that way and I've got my clients to that point and give them that confidence, I love it. I say, hey, go ahead, take it and run with it. Um, and sometimes they're very successful. They're able, and like I said, that's our job, right? To get into where they need to go to take it to the next level. And then other times it may be where they take it for granted or they take it for, you know, they really don't see what was done and then they try to take it on themselves and they don't have that skill set. And then they fail. And listen, guys, this is all, you know, from the same experience I've did. I've, I've been like, well, you know, I could do this on my own. And, you know, especially as an entrepreneur, I think there's been times where, you know, business has gotten tough for me. And I've been like, you know, I could take this on on my own. I don't need to be paying as many people. And then I can make a little more money, which means more money for my family, means more food on the table, maybe in a, you know, uh, the things that we may need or for having a hard month financially. I've tried to take a lot of that on and it just hasn't worked out. You know, I've, and like I said, I don't talk about anything or, uh, point any fingers at anybody for anything I haven't done or failed on my own or failed by myself. You know, I even remember one of the first times I had an opportunity to lead uh, when I was teaching. And I had worked on, I worked in a high school. I'd ran a lot of retreats with one of my mentors, and we had uh, put on a lot of different events and retreats. And finally, it was my turn to take one of the retreats over and do it myself. And I remember thinking, oh, there's so many systems in place. This is going to be so easy uh, because my mentor at the time, uh, who, who had run the retreats, he had done such a good job of organizing it. They just basically handed me a big binder. It had everything I needed in it. I'm like, oh man, this is great. I have everything I need. And I remember I was like, it was the day of the first planning meeting, and, and that morning I was 
flipping out because I realized how much I didn't even open the binder to look at the prep I needed to do before that meeting. I just took for granted that I had everything I needed, but I hadn't opened the book and looked at it and look what I needed to apply. And that first one was really probably the roughest one I did because I took for granted that I was taking over something that was very well run, but I had to take ownership of it. And kudos to my mentor for uh, kind of sitting back and letting me fail <laughs> in a sense and letting me make that mistakes and allowing me to grow. Um, his name was Jim Emerman, great guy, uh, really learned a lot. So, you know, it's something I, I, I've carried with me. Uh, have I made that same mistake again? Absolutely. Uh, have I have I had those trials again? Absolutely. And I think that's the thing, right? If it were easy, everyone would be doing it. It's easy to say, but it's hard to live through that, right? It's hard when you're going through it and maybe your business isn't doing well or maybe you're not hitting those easy times. Uh, and I think mindset has a lot to do with that. You know, a lot of people need to be focused and, and have the direction. Uh, and, and the key is, you know, it's like anything else, you know, whether it's weight loss or whether it's success in your business, getting through the struggle isn't about how you got through the struggle when it was happening. It's about the preparation you did before you entered the struggle, right? The people that I think are able to be successful, and I've studied successful people. I've looked at the, you know, I've talked to them. I've asked them questions. And one of the things I've seen is it's not, you know, and even like I said, even looking at my former mentor as a teacher that I was talking about with those retreats, the level of success that people have is not based on what they do in the trials or the times when they're having things. It's the fact that they prepared for the trial that may be ahead. And, and that's such a big thing. You know, do we think about, have we prepared for the obstacle that lies ahead of us? Have we prepared for the mistakes that lie ahead of us? Have we prepared for the possible roadblocks or brick walls that we may hit? Or do we just take for granted the success we're having and think the success is going to propel us and give us the motion we need to move to the next level? And that's a very dangerous thing. And, and listen, you know, you can't go to the extreme, right? You can't be a constant Debbie Downer and always worrying and being like, what if this goes wrong? What if that goes wrong? Sometimes you just need to focus on the mission at hand and keep moving forward. But you need to make sure that you, you're doing that and the momentum and the plans in place are going to allow you to move through the hard times. They're going to allow you to move through the roadblocks and the other areas. And like I said, this is Q4. This is where for a lot of you, the rubber meets the road. Did you meet the goal? Did you meet the expectation? Some of you could already see failure on the horizon. And some of you, you've already stepped in failure, but you're not willing to admit you got shit on your shoes. And I (laughs) tend not to curse on this podcast a lot. But that is one that I think it's just, you know, if you haven't realized that you failed and you're not adjusting, that's a problem. You know, if you haven't realized that you're failed and you're not adjusting, that's a problem. And some of you may be like, hey, I'm going to do whatever I can in fourth quarter to make that goal. But if you're so far off, it's better to admit failure, embrace it and figure out the change moving into the next year than it is to continually try to deny that failure and try to turn it into success. Embrace the failure. Uh, as Mike Blanco says in the War Room podcast, uh, one of the podcasts we produce, embrace the suck, <laughs> if you will. Embrace the things that are bad. And then you're going to be able to grow and then you're going to be able to move forward. So really, really, you know, enjoy this topic. Would love to know your guys' feedback. Comment on my social media or right here on the podcast. Uh, You know, how do you guys deal with the hard times? How do you deal when you hit the roadblocks and the hard hurdles? How do you deal when you're going through that really tough tough time and you hear someone say if it were easy everyone would be doing it how do you deal with those cliche sayings and hearing those different things and hitting those different roadblocks would love to hear you like i said mike reach out to me on any of my social media there and like i said would love to hear your feedback if you haven't guys please do give to some feedback on the podcast if you give me a rating show me some love there i'd really appreciate that 
once again, shout out to the production team, Ryan and Mark on this, editing, uh, all the, the great things they did with my podcast, the Donita Mama Bear podcast, War Room with Mike Blanco. I won't stop till I win with Jose Flores. Just a few of the great podcasts that they produce. I mean, they care, take care of everything, guys. All the client does is record the audio, and they hand it off to us. We make the sizzles. We, you know, we do so many great things, and, and it's just great to see that team work and see the great product that they put out for the clients. So kudos to Mark and Ryan for all the hard work that they do on the podcast. And, and of course, my podcast as well. Can't forget the start down. <laughs> Right? As a business owner, we always put ourselves last. So once again, appreciate you tuning in. I hope you have a great day. Hopefully this helped you. Let me know once again how you applied this, your thoughts on it, what you feel when you hit Roblox. Would love to hear from you. Make it a great one and appreciate you tuning in. Thank you, everybody, for tuning into this episode of The Start Down. Once again, I am your host, Mike Vicara. Make sure you visit me at MikeVicara.com, where you will see links to all my social media, where I'm bringing content like this every day on how you can grow your business and your personal brand. Once again, new episodes dropping every Tuesday, so make sure that you guys like, subscribe, and share the podcast so that you can keep up with what's going on. Once again, appreciate you guys tuning in. I will see you on the next episode of The Start Down.